Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Everyday Revival with Pastor Kendall Watrous. Make sure to check us out on YouTube and Facebook, or you can visit us at faithlifefamily.com. Here's Pastor Kendall. Hope you've had a great week. Welcome back to Everyday Revival. I'm sitting here with my Black Rifle coffee and uh, enjoying it and enjoying uh, being able to do this. I'm just so privileged and grateful uh, that you would uh, turn on uh, this podcast and that you're, hopefully you're getting good things out of this. I pray you are, and um, I know it's going to be great today. I'm excited about um, this, this little series we're doing on The Word is Enough. Last time we left off, um, we're just going to hop back in to where we were last time. Um, last time we left off on John 15, um, verse 5. And I'm just going to go right into that again, and then I'm going to read it to you in a different translation because it really reads great, and it, I think it's going to help us uh, the, uh, today. It says, um, he says, God says this, it's in red, I am the vine, and you are the branches. He who abides in me, and I in him, bears much fruit, for without me you can do nothing. Wow. That's pretty bold and in your face, right? I am the vine and you are the branches. If you abide in me or live in me and I in you and you live in me and I live in you, you bear much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. So I'm going to read that in the Phillips translation here. It's just a different translation. It says, you must go on growing in me and I will grow in you. For just as a branch cannot bear fruit, any fruit, unless it shares the life of the vine, so you can produce nothing unless you go on growing in me. Wow. I like the way that's put. So it talks about growing. And so we've been talking about the word is enough. And last time we we gave some scripture along those lines. But today we're going to go a little bit more in depth about, okay, so why, why, you know, do is it so important that I'm, this is my daily thing that I do? I shouldn't even say thing. It's my daily lifestyle. It's part of who I am as a Christian. Just like other religions have things that they do. It's not a religion. Come on, this is a relationship. I tell the people here all the time. It's not just on how many times you come to church and sit sit down in a chair. No, it's about a relationship. Why am I doing this? I'm doing this because I know. When I put God's word in my, my mouth and get it in my heart, something powerful is going to change. Something powerful is going to happen and take place. And so I get the word um, on, on the inside of me. I get it. And so what's going to happen? Well, the Phillips translation here says this is what's going to happen. You're going to grow. And I'm telling you, uh, nobody, I, well, let me put it like this. We have a new grandson. He's a couple weeks old, and if he just stayed a baby, you know, until he was uh, 12, that would be really weird. Um, but there's, Or we do it the opposite. If we have a 12-year-old and he's still acting like he's two, you know, that's weird. That's, it, it, I should say it's just it's, it's not normal, right? Um, something, something is missing in the equation. And so when it comes to the things of God, once we get born again, we don't want to stay in that baby stage. 
We want to grow up into the things of God. Well, the thing that's going to make you grow is getting into God's Word and finding out how God's Word is going to help you in your daily life. It's there for your finances. It's there if you have marriage issues. It's there if you're having trouble with your kids. And, you know, I just have impressed right now to say this. I, maybe some of you are sitting there thinking, well, I've already tried that and it didn't work. Listen, we don't try the Word. We live it. We, it's, it's part of who we are. That's what we do on a daily um, it's daily what happens and how we do things. And so you, you say, well, I've, I've tried it and it didn't work. Well, pick it back up and get into it. And God, he said, it, it will never fail. He doesn't fail. So somewhere on our end, we failed or we didn't, we didn't pursue it. It, it. He doesn't fail. So be encouraged today. Pick up God's word again and get into his word. And, and don't try to just live off of um, you know, last year's, uh, you know, information or uh, it wasn't even revelation to you. It was just information. Don't try to live off of that. It, make it fresh daily by getting into God's word. So he said, you must go on growing in me and I will grow in you. For just as the branch cannot bear f- any fruit unless it shares the life of the vine. Um, another good example, you know, I'm not I, I wouldn't say I'm the best with plants, but I do really, really enjoy pretty flowers and plants. And um, I know my parents know the name of most of them. They'll, if they see it, they'll tell you. And, and I just, I don't know the names of them, but I know they're pretty and beautiful and I enjoy them. Well, um, if you were to take, uh, you know, I like geraniums. And so if, you, if I were to take the geraniums I just got and plant them, in a planter and, you know, where they're sitting. And then next week I go over there and I take them out and I'm like, you know what? I don't like them there. I'm going to take them out of that planter and I'm going to put some more soil in. I'm going to put them in a different planter and I'm going to put them on my back patio. And then the next week after that, I say, you know what? I don't like them there. I'm just, instead of moving them, I'm going to uproot them and I'm going to plant them somewhere else. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to put them on the front porch because they, they'll just do better there. Well, every time I move them, I'm uprooting them, there's, there's going to be no root system that's going down. The same thing in the things of God. He said, you, you've got to be connected to the vine. Remember, we're in John chapter 15, verse 5. And he's saying, we have to be connected to him. So connection, the connection point is God's word and hearing his word, right? Because when you abide in him, you're abiding in his word. The two are synonymous, right? His word, he cannot be separated from his word. That is who he is. And so you grow in God. It says, for just as the branch cannot bear any fruit unless it shares the life of the vine. So you can produce nothing unless you go on growing in him. So, uh, and I, I think that's where a lot of Christians find themselves is they've not grown in a long time because they've not gotten in his word in a long time. They think coming to church once a week or once a month is it, it, they're doing great. And, and, and God wants us to have a relationship with him daily, not just on a one, you know, once a month basis. And this, this uh, mentality is prevalent in, in the Christian world. It's like, hey, God loves me. He doesn't care. He, you know, what I do, he just loves. Of course he loves you. 
He does. He's going to love you no matter what. But he might not like what you're doing, right? He might want to actually have a relationship with you while you're doing your own thing out there and, you know, uh, doing whatever you want to do. He's, he's saying, come on, get closer to me. It, it, the Bible says, draw near unto God and he'll draw near unto you. Right? So that's us taking the initiative to do something. So I want my life to produce fruit. I know you do too, or you wouldn't be listening to podcasts. It says, so you can produce nothing unless you go on growing in me. Then he goes on to say, I am the vine itself and you are the branches. It is the man or woman who shares my life and whose life I share who proves fruitful. For the plain fact is that apart from me, you can do nothing at all. Man, I just, I just love the way that's put. The plain fact is that apart from me, or you can say apart from my word, you can do nothing at all. And I don't know about you, but I don't want to do nothing at all. My life's goal is to have fruit. I want a legacy of fruit. I want things uh, to be um, in place where even after I'm gone one day or Jesus comes, I mean, come on, we have a legacy of faith and, and, and the things that we've planted and the things that have grown up and we've harvested. And they, in other words, we have, we have fruit in our lives. Come on, you want souls one, right? <laughs> For Jesus, you want to have you want to have souls. That's fruit, right? You want to have your kids and your family intact. You want your kids to love Jesus and to serve Him all their days. Come on, right? And so these are these are powerful things. Listen to this, John fifteen in verse seven in the in the uh, uh, NAB. It says, "If you live in me, and my words stay a part of you." If you live in me and my words stay a part of you. So I'm just giving different translations so you can see what different, different things read. It, it, and this says, if, they, if my words stay a part of you. In other words, they have to be, another, tra- trans- uh, another verse says, engrafted, the engrafted word, which is able to save your soul. In other words, it gets engrafted on the inside of you. It's part of you and part of your, your, your being is his word. His word, word is life to all those who find them and health into all their flesh, right? His word is life. The Godspeed translation says, If you remain united to me and my words remain in your hearts, ask for whatever you please and you shall have it. <laughs> if you remain united to me and my words remain in your hearts, ask for whatever you please and you shall have it. Wow. So there's a relationship that's stated here. It's, it's very close relationship. I'm abiding in him. I'm, I'm living in him, and he's living in me. This is a constant relationship. When, when I need something, uh, he's there, and, he, and he's uh, providing that for me. It's a very intimate relationship we're talking about here. Some people just have a casual dating relationship with God. <laughs> you know, it's like a weekend thing. It's like, yeah, I do my thing during the week, but you know, on the weekends, ooh, I do. I, man, we go to the, we go in the boat, and you know, we our kids are in little league, and we do all this stuff, and you know, we we go to church some, but you know, and and we love Jesus. I tell you, in the South here, one of the things that makes me laugh, and I'm a Southerner, so I can say this. 
is one of my favorite things, non-favorite things, I should say, is the T-shirt, you know. It's Jesus, football, and sweet tea. You know, that's the, that's the epitome of the Southern culture. Listen, God is not just a weekend thing once a month. He's not where you can fit him into your schedule. He's not. He, he's a jealous God. He wants, he wants a relationship with you. He wants to be a part of everything that you do. He wants to be a part of your marriage. He wants to be a part of you, all your financial decisions. Wow, yeah, he really does. He wants to be a part of how you parent. And so many times people, they set God aside and think he's only for church. This is, the, this is what I do at church. Church is just a place where you can go, uh, right, where it's a bunch of believers coming together and you're, you're, you're uh, getting f- fed so that you can go back out into your world and affect your world. It's a place where the body of Christ is strengthened, where you can be strengthened on a regular basis. That's why so many Christians are weak. Is because, I don't know why I'm getting off on this, but that's why so many Christians get weak is because they're not, they're not going to church. They're not, they're not connected anywhere. They're not getting fed, right? And so that, that is an important part of our Christian life. So this verse right here is talking about being connected to the vine, being connected to him. And the way we do that is by getting into his word. We're talking about the word of God is enough. It's enough for me. I don't need 15 other things to make me go. I've got God's word. I'm connected in a local church. I'm hearing the word from my pastor. I'm going out. I'm reaching people. I've got the word in my mouth for hurting people. Why? Because I'm connected. Wow, it's good. So let's get into this today. You know, we've been talking about John 15, but let's talk about faith in his word. His word is enough. But we've got to have faith in his word. In other words, we've got to act on his word. We've got to be doers of his word. So many times we, we hear the word, but sometimes, you know, come on, you've been there. It goes in one ear and out the other. We're, not, we're only listening with our heads. Our hearts are disconnected from it. You know, I've been, we've been preaching, you know, in, on a Sunday or a Wednesday, and you can look out and you can tell the people that are getting it, that are connected uh, to what you're saying, and people that are just li- listening with their heads. Uh, in other words, their heart is, is disconnected. They're thinking about where they're going to eat after the service. They're thinking about all these other things. But we've got to stay focused on his word. And once we get his word in our mouth and it goes down into our hearts, now there's an act that has to happen. Something has to be acted on. So when I hear it, I'm not, James says, James says, we, we don't want to be just hearers, but we want to be doers of his word. And we're going to get into that, but we want to be a doer of his word, faith in his word. Um, you know, I, I wrote this down. It says, I believe what the Bible says not what I see and just hear. My faith is based on what God says. I believe the word regardless of my circumstances. I'm going to read that again. I believe what the Bible says, not by what I see and by what I hear. My faith is based on what God says. I believe the word regardless of circumstances. 
So I'm going to act on his word regardless of what I see. And man, this just opens a whole, a whole big open door to talk about these things, right? Because so many times we, we just look at what we can see right in front of us. You, but you don't understand, Pastor Kendall. I mean, we've got bills, and we've got our kids, got, and now it's back to school, and we've got all these things. You don't understand. Yet the Word is big enough to handle all of that. We can hang our faith in, on, on the Word of God. We can trust God. He will not fail us. He will do exactly what He said He was going to do. Praise God. Woo, I'm going to run around in here. I believe him regardless of the circumstances. I believe what his word says, not what I see and what I hear. My faith is based on what God's word says. So, example, I remember years ago before we made this move here and we actually started pastoring here, we were associate pastors and we had come to a point uh, where we knew in our hearts that we were going to be starting a church and, and, and be pastoring. And so we, uh, there were some circumstances we had. We had to sell our home and put our house up for sale. And we didn't have a job in the new city. And we didn't have, we didn't have any information about what we were going to be doing at all. Didn't have jobs. Um, we just knew we were going to move. So we took a step of faith because we were led to. We didn't just step out there. We, we, we knew we were supposed to, and uh, we, we quit our job, jobs, I should say, but both of us, and uh, we were getting ready to move. Um, that was a huge step of faith, and um, I'm just going to say this. Don't ever do anything like that unless you know on the inside uh, you have a word from God, right, because uh, that's real important that we, we do that. But we did, and so we stepped out. Well, I'm telling you, that time was an interesting time, but that time caused us to grow tremendously because we took God's word and we stepped out in faith, put the word of God in our mouths, and we, we believed his word regardless of the circumstances. I mean, we had a mortgage payment, we had things coming up, and we didn't have income coming in, but we took God's word that he had put in our hearts, he had spoken to both of us, And we stood on his word and we said, now, God, you said, you said this to us. And so we believe you. And we were going to back it up by saying, you said that you would supply all of our needs according to your riches and glory by Christ Jesus. We thank you that you're our, you're our supplier. You're our provider. You're the one who's going to take care of us in this situation. And I'm telling you short, uh, long story, real short, he came through. He did exactly what he said and much more. He, I mean, there were just miracle after miracle. And I'm telling you, it was a, it just, it just boosted our faith so much to see that God was real. We knew he was real, but it's, it's just when you step out and you believe God in, by faith, I'm telling you, and, he, and you see that his word is true, there's nothing like it. So we, faith is an act. Faith is trusting him and acting on his word regardless of what we can see or feel. I'm going to leave you with this last thing. I don't just mental assent that God's word is true. I act on his word. 
you know, it's got to be both in our mouth and our heart. Deuteronomy 30, 14 says it's got to be in my mouth and in my heart. I believe it and I speak it. So we don't want to just hear the word by, you know, I've heard people say to us, well, I, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I listen to a lot of things online. Well, be careful because it's great. It's great to listen. I encourage you, the number one thing to listen to in your life is things on righteousness and faith, right? Because those two things, man, are going to just help you stay sure on the things of God in your daily walk. Um, But listen to those kind of things, yeah. But you've got to also be a doer of the word. You don't want to get so fat on God's word that you're never giving it out. You're never doing anything with it. We want to act on it, right? So I'm going to leave you with that this week as your homework, that when you get in God's word and you find those verses like we were talking about, and you start speaking God's word, you start acting on his word, speaking it. I actually, you know, I I know people use their phones for, for their Bibles now, but I'm, I'm, I just love his word, like to hold the actual Bible. There's something about it. And I'm just, I'm just, I I love that, to hold and feel the Bible. But I'll just walk around with it in my hand, and I'll just speak it out. I thank you, Lord. I thank you that you're doing great things for us. And I thank you, Lord. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and I forget not all your benefits. You heal all my diseases. You forgive all my sins. You know, I'll just, I'm just using that as an example over there in Psalms. I'll start quoting his word. I'll start putting his word in my mouth towards my situation. Do I see it happen immediately? No. A lot of times it, it's, it's a week or a, a two weeks or a month. Sometimes it's even been up to a year or more. I mean, come on. There's th- still things I'm, I'm believing God for. But we never stop putting his word in our mouth. We know God's word is true, and that's how, that's how, once we know it's true, we act on it by speaking his word. I believe it, and I speak it. I believe God's word, and I speak it. Faith in God's word will get you over every time. Well, praise God. Thanks for listening again to Everyday Revival. Thanks for being with us. And until next week, uh, God bless you and be with your families. And remember to live every day in revival.